0: The Merrill clan, as you might call us, lived on a string of farms between Cloud Chief and Cowden, tiny towns you've never heard of. Those cotton fields were just east of the Texas panhandle. Folks used to say that if we didn't keep things bolted down, a strong easterly wind would blow us smack dab into Texas. We farmed our food. We grew cotton, raised hogs, and basically made our living off the flat, dusty land. We were hard-working people, and we believed in God, baseball, and the American way. The Merrill kids spent a good part of Easter afternoon hunting colored eggs all over the countryside. I was six years old. I had two older brothers, Galen Eben and Arvis Lee, and a younger brother, Larry. Ted Eldon had yet to be born. We wore our overalls and new Buster Brown brogans to church. We were well-scrubbed kids who didn't talk during church and sang our hearts out from the Baptist hymnal. Amazing Grace was one of my favorites. My dad, Ebenezer Levi Merrill, was a man with a calling. Even though he was born a farmer and had spent his life tending to the cotton fields, the pulpit was where he wanted to be. After all, according to scripture, Ebenezer was the stone of help. He was fighting the temptation to chuck the farm life and enter the ministry on a full-time basis. But he had a wife and four boys and bills to pay. Eben, as they called him, had obligations that the ministry couldn't cover and a farm mortgage the Lord couldn't pay. That, however, didn't keep him from dreaming. My mother, Opal Lee, was a patient woman. We farmed everything that we ate. So there was full-time work in canning the sausage and the vegetables, shucking the peas, and preparing the food. We didn't have a deep freezer or an icebox, so everything had to be canned for winter. She canned the chow-chow, corn, apples, and the cherries. Opal Lee said she had a premonition that one of her children would someday perform on stage. Maybe she meant it as a metaphor. Maybe she knew that baseball would be like a stage for me someday. Late in the day, the black clouds began boiling up from the south. The boys continued to play around my granddad's house, which sat on the farm next to ours. My granddad was Herbert Bell Merrill, and we called him H.B. My grandmother was Ella. Western Oklahoma was flat like a waffle iron. Trees were scarce in that part of the country. They used to say that if your dog left home in Western Oklahoma, he wasn't officially lost for three days. You could really see that far in all directions. Shoot, you could see our dog, Tig, chasing a cat in the next county. We named him after the little dog in the Buster Brown commercials. Surveying the wicked-looking sky, my dad said to Mom, I don't think that we'll be going to church tonight. I knew something was terribly wrong. We went to church every time they opened the doors. A change in the Sunday evening prayer plans was like foregoing the planting season. You almost needed a death in the family to skip church. The wind was howling as my dad drove us back to our farmhouse. Dusk was an hour away, but the sky was growing darker by the minute. Dust plumes were rising from the cotton fields. The air was turning a brownish-gray, and you could feel the chill of the weather front as it approached from the southwest. Tumbleweeds bounded along the ground at ever-quickening speeds. I was scared. I secretly studied my dad's expression for any sign of emotion. His eyes were focused but something weighed heavily on his mind. As he hustled us into the house, I knew that trouble was brewing on the Oklahoma plains. Dad led us to the southwest corner, where we all sat on the floor. He walked onto the front porch to survey the storm that had moved within a few miles of the farm. Rushing back into the house, Dad said to my mother, There's a tornado to the south, but I think it's going around us. I'll keep an eye on it. We lived in an area that was then considered Tornado Alley but I was too young to know what a tornado was. Nobody talked about twisters around the Merrill home. I guess they were too scary to discuss. I knew we had a storm cellar in our backyard. It was about 50 feet from the east door. I kept wondering why we weren't making a run for it. This is what my dad saw as he stood on the front porch on that eerie Easter afternoon. I thought at first that it was going to loop around the farm, he said. Then it turned around and started coming straight for us. It was midnight black by now. You couldn't see your hand in front of your face, but I could see the tornado through the lightning flashes. It extended from the sky to the ground and was the biggest doggone twister I'd ever seen. It must have been a half mile wide.